Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. Welcome to The Photo Detective, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. Pinup photos usually feature young, barely dressed women. At least, that's what's popularized by Sports Illustrated. But suppose I told you they don't have to be that you could pose in period dress and look like a glamorous turn-of-the-century Evelyn Nesbitt or a silver screen star a la Gloria Swanson. Pick a period, choose your clothing, and have your makeup done in the style of the era. Smoky eyes of the silent movies or the red lips of the 1950s. It's up to you. My guest specializes in a photographic method that encourages women to embrace their glamorous side, regardless of age. Christina Calderon knows what she's doing. She's a student of classic pinups. She admires photographers such as Alfred Cheney Johnson, known for photographing the Ziegfeld Follies. She studied the photography of Bunny Yeager, a former pinup model. Christina attends historically themed events such as the Newport Art Deco Weekend, the New York City Jazz Age Lawn Party, Boston Swings Roaring Twenties Lawn Party, and even Rockabilly events. She's easy to spot at these events. She's the one with the converted snapshot camera around her neck. Christina Calderon is a professional photographer who started working in film at age 15. She learned her craft at the iconic film processing lab, Ferrante Dege, located in Harvard Square, Boston. She worked with dry plate tintypes, too. Christina has owned and managed Christina Harbor Photography for 18 years, where she transitioned to digital photography and honed her post-production editing skills through her work in wedding photography, rock and roll photojournalism, and studio portraiture. In spring of 2010, Christina left the traditional world of professional photography in her quest for artistic satisfaction and photographic adventure to found Vintage Girl Studios. Vintage Girl Studios offers studio sessions that transform women into classic visions of themselves from past eras, Vintage clothing, set design, and professional hair and makeup stylists help perform this transformation to create a truly unique experience. 
My guest today is Christina Calderon of Vintage Girls Studio. And Christina, I love the whole idea of your business, but I have lots of questions for you about it. So thank you for being on The Photo Detective. Oh, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be here. I can't actually remember the first time we met, but it had to be at an event here in Providence, Rhode Island, which is where we're both sort of in the same area. And you were coming around with a camera slung around your neck, like an old style camera, taking pictures of the participants. Yes, um, it was the Providence Preservation Society uh, fundraiser, the Hollywood themed one oh, the from 2019. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. And I decided to dress up as a paparazzi. And I do a lot of different vintage events that, you know, from the 1920s to the 1960s. And I wanted to find a way to connect people at these events. So I had a camera commissioned by Patrick Coots. And it is a part 1957 Polaroid Pathfinder camera that has a lot of manual dials. And then it's kind of franken cameraed with a modern. Fuji Instax instant camera. So the film is, I can pick up at Best Buy or order online. They haven't stopped making it yet. And it's just really great to actually give somebody something tangible after taking a photo. And it's really fun to shoot with. It's kind of like driving a Model T. Like it's not really functional in today's society, but it's kind of really fun to go back to basics, you know, shift gears, just like if you would an older car. Well, I have to admit, I was absolutely fascinated by it. And I had to go, I didn't like go right over to you because I think I had crutches at that point, but <laughs> I did sort of wave you over hmm. to say, let's, let's talk about this. Tell me about the did camera. Did you save your picture? I do. I took I have my your picture. Family? Great. And I have my picture from the, uh, that you took the other night. It feels like years ago now, but it was the other night when we went to this year's Providence mm -hmm. Preservation Society, which was uh, Studio 54 was mm -hmm. the theme this year. And there you were, and you were the first person I saw. And, and you came, came run running over. <laughs> you came running up to me and said, oh my goodness, the photo detective is here. And then you... Showed you my locket that oh, I got yeah. from the Crane Estate Roaring Twenties party um, last year that still had the couple in it. And I have no idea who this couple is. And... Um, I'd say from the hairstyles and the clothing, I'd say it'd be circa 1940s. Mm. But I wear the locket all the time because it's kind of like something that's so important with photography to actually have images of people. They could have been a couple. They could have been brother and sister. You don't know. So you asked the people at the Crane Estate if they knew. The vendors, the vintage vendors that were selling um, necklaces and wardrobe and all that kind of stuff. And I asked them, oh, do you, know, had, do you know anything about this locket? I'm in love. And they said, oh, no, we have no idea. It's a, on one side, it's a man in uniform. Um, actually, it looks like a 1940s track outfit. Oh, track it looks like a high outfit. school. He, he looks like a high school student. Ooh, sweethearts. Yeah. Perhaps. But anyway, you have this business called Vintage Girls Studio. Mm -hmm. And let's just talk about that business for just a bit because I follow you on Instagram ever since the first time I met you. And it's young women who visit your studio for glamour shots. Well, it's 
most of my clientele, my demographic, my, my main clientele are women over 35. Oh. Yes. My oldest client was 99 years old. Oh. In Florida, she made it down to the beach, all dressed up. It was amazing. So why do so tell me tell us about what you what it is you photograph like what why do why do women come to you to have pictures taken and what do they look like what do these images look like? Well, my studio specializes. I call it vintage glamour photography, and you know there's a lot of glamour photographers out there. Um, I just pick vintage because it's my personal style and it's it's what I like. It's kind of tied everything that I've ever been into um, all together. And I started this business about 12 years ago. Uh, I was a wedding and family photographer, had a studio over in Providence and somebody suggested that I start doing pinup photography. And then I started doing my research and I said, this this is where I want to do. And I went down a long rabbit hole search um, to learn more about um, the style or illustrations of the pinup era. And I've read countless books and you know, studied different lighting techniques to kind of achieve really authentic looking um, images. So when I think of pinup, photography mm-hmm. I think and, and this is not this is not what your stuff looks like your stuff is much nicer mm-hmm. uh, but I think of those cheesy calendars and car repair shops mm-hmm. from, well, when, it, from when I was a kid it goes it goes back I mean you know pinup photography or, or like pinup in imagery might not be everybody's like like well Dita Vontis, who's a burlesque performer, artist, um, says that you can be the juiciest peach, the juiciest peach, but not everybody likes it. So you have to, you know, I do take that in stride when people are like, oh, it's not really what I'm into. Right. So you sent me all kinds of images, all different ones. You sent me some that look like the 1950s, some that look like the 1920s, -hmm. the 1940 pinup style. I mean, there's, they're very glamorous. They're so much fun. You would be great at it. <laughs> um, a little bit. I about, don't know like, that I'm coming. To the <laughs> <laughs> but it's at everybody's like comfort level. Sometimes people just get like a nice headshot. I work with a lot of businesses too that need that have like a vintage to them, whether it's a a cake, um, a baker, or a. Um, clothing store, like small boutique that deals with like vintage items and they kind of bring into their marketing. So my stuff goes in the, or musicians, it really has a really broad range of people who come into the studio. I only post a fraction of what has come through here in the past 12 years. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. You could do um, some beautiful cards. Yeah, I, I, I do, but you know, I really love working one-on-one with people, and I'd rather create individual card for one person, you know, mm-hmm. the the actual client. Like I make, I actually design calendars for my clients when they come in. Um, you know, they can take their imagery and we can design a 1950s ad together, and we can customize it to create wall art. So it's not like there's a pinup image of yourself on the wall. I mean. 
and people don't understand it. People like have to look twice to see if it is you within that ad. Does that make any sense? Am I not making any sense? No, that makes sense. That does make sense. So basically, you, you take their photograph and, it, and you design a sort of vintage-looking ad around them. So their image appears in that. So it looks sort of like I had a friend who does Civil War or used to do Civil War reenactment. Mm -hmm. So he went and they had a little like tintype studio there. Mm -hmm. And he went and posed for one in his Civil War uniform. But it came out looking like a civil war image and you're saying the ones that you shoot and you set them in these advertisings that they're supposed to look like they're of the period. Yes, correct. So um, I once had this really great client who came in and her husband had a classic car and we actually, they were able to give me materials from the original owner's manual of the car or an advertisements and we were able to, simulate her being in the ad within mm. we took pictures of the car and kind of moved them together and then they hang it up on their wall um and it, it's just an interesting original art piece and so how does this all work though so a client approaches you and says i'm interested in a particular do they have a, a style of photography in mind or you see them and think you'd be perfect in this era well they contact me like any any other business would they usually my our first interaction is email i always love prefer to talk on the phone um just like any other portrait studio uh i invite them into the studio they're welcome for consultation we look at images we try on wardrobe uh, they come back another day for their photo session. We do their hair, their makeup. We go photo session. What we really do lately is I try to do my after a presentation of their images at the end of their session, so they don't have to come back for a for a, another time. And what how that usually works is it's I feel as a photographer I've been. I can show somebody their images because of my lighting techniques before retouching. And I explain to them that you've seen the quality of my work and I can retouch these images um, to look like this, like smoothing out skin. I always let people know whether they're 16 or they're in their 60s, like things will be slightly pushed back in. Things will be smooth and backgrounds will be different you know and then they are very surprised at the final product but they really like the images sometimes even just raw right so you work with them you show them a mm -hmm. portfolio of work that you've already done yes. yes and then they choose the style that they're interested in and then you mentioned you have a wardrobe you have a yes. you have a wardrobe closet i do i actually have to hold back donations because people are like oh I had this dress I'm never gonna wear it again or this doesn't fit me I'm never gonna wear it again or I don't want to throw out my my grandmother's clothes they'll send me and I always thank people but lately I've had to hold back because it, it's been a lot of it, could, it could take over <laughs> it, it, it has over 12 years it really it really has and what I try to do is I, I document, you know, all those donations. So when a client sometimes can't come in for a consultation, it's an online gallery where they can actually pick out which 
dresses that they like. Yeah. And I let them know of, their, of the sizing. Sometimes vintage sizes are very small. I can actually find something similar within the wardrobe that I can put with it that might be. Right. My biggest question is about wardrobe. Everybody asks me about my wardrobe. Well, it's one of the most common questions that I receive from my clients when we're working with their family photographs. They look at these old photos and they say, oh, the photographer had a closet of clothing. And I'm like, not necessarily. Not everyone would fit in the same clothes and not everyone was the same you know, size. And although I think that there were accessories and things in 19th century photo studios. Although I need photo proof in order to prove that. But in your case, you got the stuff. I do. I have a lot of things. I actually have some things from the 1930s. I don't usually usually even bring those out. Um, my husband's great aunt was in a play, and I actually have the costume that she was in the play. I'm actually going to do a photo this week with my daughter in this costume. You did a photograph of your daughter in a poodle skirt. I did. I did. She's adorable. She's she's a little bit bigger now, but I'm so happy that I did. She she's just adorable. Although my children are kind of get kind of like when I ask them if they can photograph. No. Oh, mom. Mom. Baby. I told her that she didn't have to smile for this photo. That I'm oh, right. 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 And just being an annoying mom asking her to do that. Mm -hmm. And you do a lot of events with yes. that special camera where I saw you twice. Mm -hmm. uh, what types of events other than the Providence Preservation Society annual fundraiser? Uh, there's the Greater Boston Vintage, Vintage Society. Uh, I will be at their Art Deco weekend. Um, it's the weekend after Memorial Week weekend where they set up on Salve Regina. Salve Regina, mm. and there's like a picnic. Michael Aranella from New York's coming up for a black tie ball that evening. It's a weekend. Um, stay, stay on site in the dorms. It's like a little, it's a conference. Um, that is a lot of fun. Oh, I never heard then, of that. Oh yeah, you if you go onto my blog, you can see if you scroll back, you can see a lot of events um, that I've done. Or if anybody's ever curious about vintage 1940s events, 1920s, 1950s, or rockabilly events, just shoot me an email and I can point you in the right direction. So do you have a favorite period? Mm, it's hard to say. I, I really like, the, personally, like I like the teens a bit, like early 1920s. Mm -hmm. um, just because it was a, a lot of exciting things going on. My favorite photographer is named Alfred Cheney Johnson. He used to be a photographer that worked with Vincent Bell Follies. With the... Zigfeld uh, Follies? The Zigfeld Follies. Oh. Yes. So he used to do these amazing... I consider him one of the first pinup photographers. Uh, he, although, like... Like pinup photography started when photography started in the 1800s. Basically, 
vaudeville and theater realized that they could get more people into the theaters with cards called uh, like their little or photo play. They could get like little cards that they could hand out to people. And then people started collecting them. They collected different actresses. And then as that evolved, as time went on through the vaudeville scene, the Ziegfeld, this photographer, Albert Chaney Johnson, started working with the Ziegfeld Follies very so he was buying like antiques from the 1800s and he was studying like old renaissance paintings for posing and he's kind of brought this new medium of photography to these you know beautiful women of the 1920s and that kind of as not only Alfred Cheney but Alberto Vargas would paint these women and then Esquire with hired Alberto Vargas, if you've ever heard of the Barger Girl, um, to do all these like once a week girls in the Esquire magazine. And then through the 30s. And then in the 40s, people took these magazines from these old magazines from the, from the things and started play, doing the paintings on the plane. And then from the plane, started becoming more calendars and kind of you know kind of photography well here's a here's a question for you so i have a client right now and she has found online this collection of gorgeous images of what look like really early 20th century sort of pinup photographs that mm -hmm. might have been on a postcard and they were taken by someone in the detroit publishing company mm -hmm. which generally did views mm -hmm. of places but there are these absolutely glamour shots of uh, these young women who might turn out to be the same woman but uh, Evelyn Nesbitt yes was, right a very famous Love her. right society girl who posed rather scantily mm -hmm. uh, for these they're ab absolutely gorgeous photographs of her she was beautiful as a as a teen she was a teenager when she mm -hmm. posed for these and the photographs that this client have has found resemble those mm -hmm. and they were taken also by the detroit publishing company so you mentioned individual photographers which many of which i'm going to have to look up because i'm not familiar with all of their work but did you ever run into anything for the detroit publishing company no i have not i usually because I, i've always loved like work from the it's more New York based that I've done it, my research in. So if you had to recommend a source for people to look at to see sort of a history of pinup photography, there must be something written on that topic. Yes. Uh, my favorite book, which was amazing, was written by Maria Elena Bezirk. It's called Pinup Girls, Feminism, Sensuality, Popular Culture. She is the, she, she's sorry, professor of art from Kansas City Art Institute. Uh, she wrote this really great, it's a very academic book uh, about the, the whole history of photography, the arguments in society, exceptions. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend that. Ooh, when anybody good. tries it, whenever anybody tries to, just, I do get challenged from time to time. You know, as I said, not everybody likes peaches, or as Dita says, uh, 
and I just kind of reference always go to the references because I believe in my, in my heart everybody feminism so many different takes of it and I in my personal opinion because some people are more um, conservative some people want to show more skin some people don't want to show more skin some people are just conservative mine is when a woman owns her sexuality powerful so that's my whole take on that Right, but my business. Well, we're all different. Yeah, everybody's different, and my my studio. It's it's like I try to leave it open for everybody's interpretation. Like I have women that just want to come in for a nice headshot of themselves. That's what I was. That's what I was just going to say. Some of the images you sent me are just beautiful headshots, Mm -hmm. glamour shots, but beautiful headshots with lots of fabric wrapped around lighting, lighting, Mm -hmm. and, and. just different. It really depends. I wanted to create a space that whoever comes in has choices and like has a variety, but always on the under like a vintage umbrella. Mm-hmm. Well, I really I, love you, what I do. <laughs> you may, yes, it's clear that you love what you do, and you you may say, "Oh, there's plenty of glamour shot photographers around the country," but you're here in in my little square of the world, Providence, Rhode Island. And I think that makes you pretty special. And your photographs are quite lovely. I, I have the photograph you took of, of uh, my husband and I at the, the last bash we went to. And it's sitting in my hallway on a little table because it's just a really lovely shot. I love that. <laughs> so thank you for joining me on The Photo Detective. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Do you have a photograph you'd like to know more about? I can help. Contact me, Maureen Taylor, the photo detective, on my website, MaureenTaylor.com. Lots of information on how I can help you identify, preserve, share your photographs, and even organize them. So send me a message. Love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. Leave me a rating and a review. And if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.